On behalf of myself and B, we acknowledge that we are not indigenous. Rather, we are of settler colonial ancestry. Like many other settler people, we have benefited greatly from living on Turtle Island. As a visitor on this land, we have an important responsibility to acknowledge the grounds on which we are privileged to gather in the pursuit of building community. We are recording today in the traditional territory of the Three Fires Confederacy of First Nations, comprised of the Ojibwe, the Odawa, and the Potawatomi peoples. We are grateful to work, learn, and live in this area. We're making small talk with cool people. Welcome to our show, It's Small Talk! Clarkson countdown. Kelly Clarkson countdown. Since you've been gone, this I is can't. Oh yeah, the choice for today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like it, but it's uh, it's dated. You know. Well, dated. Last time I sang Whitney Houston, that's dated. <laughs> that At least is, Kelly Clarkson's alive. Still somehow topical. And speaking <laughs> of topical, welcome to a brand new episode of Windsor Small Talk. I am your host, B. Zelda. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm joined by my co-host, Bronwyn. Yeah, I'm Bronwyn. My pronouns are she, they. And I am so excited for the episode today because we have two wonderful, special Windsorites who are here to give us the lowdown on how they're making our city better. So I am so excited to talk to these two individuals. And right before we introduce them, I have a quack, a quack. I have a quick question. <laughs> I've got a quick question for you, Bronwyn. Have you ever played sports? Um, Just like no, I have sports? no idea what you're talking about. Sp- What's the word you said? Sp- <laughs> sports? Sometimes there's wheels involved. Yeah. No, I've, I've played sports since I was able to walk. So yes, yes. But but I played, you know, the traditional sports, the four sports that, you know, you get trading cards for and things like that. So I'm not really... What? Yeah. Oh, like baseball trading cards and... Yeah, dum-dum. I, okay, so legitimately I don't do sports. I don't... Yeah. Baseball cards, basketball cards... Oh, okay. See, you're okay, hold you're on, a hold child on. of the... You were born in the 90s. I grew up <laughs> in the 90s. We contextualize it to like NBA Jam, uh, Madden. There we go. Okay, so yeah. like that's what I call like the regular traditional sports. As far as I know, are there any roller derby video games? I think there's one. <gasps> Is there really? I, I don't quote me on it, but I feel like I've seen something recently about it. It that's might really not be cool. roller derby strictly. It might be rollerblades. Okay. But that's about as close There's as There's definitely rollerblades. I used to play a lot yeah. of those on like N64, okay. GameCube. Rocket power. So the cat's out of the bag. This this episode is going to be <laughs> derby themed. And our lovely guests today are Boom and Lula. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. We really appreciate your time. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Um, so, boom. Um, I, we should probably start with um, pronouns and tell me the heck about your derby name. Okay, so it is a pretty good story. Uh, so my pronouns are she, her. Um, where my derby name started was it actually wasn't just boom. Uh, my derby name was Firecracker. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the firecracker goes boom. Okay, it sure does. Um, and at the time, we could have alphanumeric numbers okay. on our jerseys. So my number was B00M. Yeah. Okay, so it was all okay. punny and all the things, yes. Um, and then I quickly realized it was kind of lame. So, <laughs> um, as a derby baby, you don't know, you're just so excited. Yeah. Uh, and so everybody just called me boom anyways. So uh, when it was time to kind of adjust and go to non-alphanumeric numbers, I just kept the zero zero and I went by boom. And that's how my derby name uh, came to life. Awesome. All right, Lula, same question. My story is not as cool as Boom's because (laughs) I started off, like she said, like very like, like deer, like happy fit. I don't know what to, the like, like a Bambi, just a a fresh deer in the forest. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what is the term I'm looking for? As a dandy. Uh, so my derby name was actually Lula Mayhem. Uh, it's a breakfast at Tiffany's reference, and then I had a number to go along with it that matched. But I very quickly learned that uh, mayhem 
is not easily pronounced by Americans in mm-hmm. Michigan. What? So it was mayhem oh. a lot of the time. And I didn't like that. But I also <laughs> was called Lulu a lot or like... Yeah. Lola? Yeah, it was just everything but Lula. Uh, so, and it got misspelled on jerseys twice. I had to mm-hmm. have, like, jerseys taken oh, back and that's fixed. So, sad. so eventually I joined Team No Fun, and now I'm just Lula. <laughs> <laughs> it's just much easier that way. Oh my gosh. No, that's a wonderful story, though. Like, that's still a journey that you had to go yeah, through. It was yeah. an experience. Yeah, derby and names often evolve. Yeah. No. And before we get too far, which pronouns should we use? Also, she, her. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. But names are important. They represent who you are. I, at one point, if I am either a drag queen or I end up ever playing derby, I want it to be minivan driver. <gasps> oh, Great that's a good one. So, like minivan driver <laughs> yeah. and then like minivan driver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was going to be my name. I love it. I've B, have never... you ever thought about it? No. No. I mean, one time I thought my drag name could be oat milk, but nobody liked it, so... <laughs> I shut that I down so it. hard. Oat milk is great. Yeah, my Instagram name is Oat Milk Ho. Yes! yes. <laughs> there you go. Everyone loves some oat milk. It's just like it's perfect. It's great. <laughs> it is the superior of the dairy alternative. It is. Uh, hands down. So this has um, already gone off the rails. So we're just spiraling. Yes. Sorry, okay. listeners. Um, but we can reel it back in by talking... We can reel it back in by talking about some derby origin stories. Um, so for somebody like me that barely can figure out the difference between uh, alternative non-traditional sports uh, from each other, what so like what are the origins of like derby as a whole and then derby in Windsor, Ontario? Derby as a whole started out as less of a sport, really. Yeah. Uh, and definitely much more of like a spectacle, quote unquote, yeah. they, were, they will call it. They used to call it. And when we get called a spectacle now, I hate it. Oh, but it was very much a spectacle <laughs> back in the day. Huh. So initially, it was more for entertainment in the same way that the WWE is. So mm-hmm. still physical, but there was a lot of dramatics and stuff. And they played on a banked track. And there was men's teams and women's teams. And uh, they would travel from city to city. So it was more of like a traveling act than it was played within the city like a, a local basketball team or soccer team would um so it's it's evolved a lot over the years for sure it's uh, much less intentionally violent now Correct. i would say <laughs> uh there's a lot more rules and the rules have changed a lot over the years as well to kind of better benefit the sport for um, safety and things like for that. safety yeah. whether it's to make the game play quicker yep. or to make it easier for an audience watching to understand and keep up with because admitted admittedly like you really can't go to a derby game and just sit down and go yay sports because you have no idea what's it's like yeah. it's like rugby too like yes. you can't just oh, watch rugby and be like no. i get it yeah so yeah to those who are trying to figure out <laughs> scoring and things for a derby, yeah you have to kind of be introduced to it a little bit exactly yeah no that makes sense i've only recently watched uh roller derby this year like three months ago nice um and it was confusing because only one person was kind of going around the loop and like everybody (laughs) else was fighting and then sometimes somebody else would be let loose and sometimes they were switching like the tops of their hats (laughs) it makes sense now but to begin and look at that it was just Wonderful and strange. I've never even considered the hat pass thing to. Oh, people, to people wouldn't know what a star pass was. No. No. Like here, you wear this on. now, they and it's like what? Their, Why their head allowed? Somebody else's head. Yeah. yeah. I would say the best way to learn about derby is you go to a game and you sit beside somebody who knows the sport. Mm-hmm. The first half will still not make sense, and that person's going to tell you lots of rules, and you're going to be like, I don't get it. But then by the second half, you're so invested yes. that now you're like, okay, and you're yeah. like watching people go around, and you're getting like super stoked. You still probably won't figure out the entire sport. Yeah. But you'll have a better understanding, and that person's kind of like coaching you along. Yeah. Um, my dad used to come out and watch a lot, Aww, and he would like he be best. like proud dad, Aww. and like oh, I'd go to him in half, and he'd be like, okay, this is what you need to do, and like this is where the Jenner's weaknesses are, and this is like where the two <laughs> like he'd have all these talking points, but he would often sit beside I feel like newer people to the game. They'd be like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think at one point, V, I was trying to explain some rules, and then I was just like, cheer when I cheer. Yeah. That means the good guys are doing good. It was helpful. So so 
then how did how did uh, Derby pick up in Windsor? How did it make its name? 2010. <laughs> in a world. Much simpler than today. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I'm going to be in trouble for not knowing the names of the Derby players who started it all. You're going to be more in trouble than me because you've been around longer. <laughs> One year longer. We can always that's put it in the it. show notes later. That's you can so send cool, us though. a little yeah. update. Now. I can check um, the picture that's on our website. Yes, and tell but you. there is a group of fine individuals that started the sport here. Um, probably getting influence from some of the teams in the States, mm-hmm. I suspect. Um, and there's actually quite a huge derby community well, within Canada, within Ontario, even southwestern Ontario very mm-hmm. specifically. Um, so they put together a sport for people who needed an alternative sport. Um, who for individuals who didn't find their niche in anything else, but still wanted to have like a physical activity that would be fun. It was very like underground and lots of tattoos and colored hair. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) for sure. I like Um, it. But even that has evolved, right? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, they they started off at like Charles Clark outside, like not even in an arena. And it was I've seen some of the old pictures. This is really how most the only reason I know is I've seen the photos of like. All these skaters with like some even with like rental skates showing up and everybody trying to figure out how to put gear on and helmets and just kind of figuring it out from the ground up. People just being really enthusiastic about something new and trying to bring it to our community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That is really awesome because there's always, you know, like I was always a participant in in what so-called traditional sports and I kind of always felt like I was on the outside, but I had the athleticism to still fit in and, and mm-hmm. kind of, but if I would have been exposed to something like Derby, I may have found my clan, my community a little faster than I did going through the traditional sports that are a little more cis, a little more hetero, yeah. a little more yep. normative <laughs> to use the, 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 the term. I maybe would have found my clan a little sooner had I had been exposed to something like Derby who, who uh, which is a much more inclusive sport, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. I mean, all sports are coming around, but you guys, like Derby, led the way. Yeah. Derby really showed everybody For how sure. to make sure that everybody was included. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. How? Like, I, I truly don't know. Like, do you want it? You can take it first. Sure. Derby <laughs> is definitely the most, let's say, obviously queer-friendly sport. Yes, if um, I had to guess, I would point <laughs> at Derby for sure. Yeah, like, our, our, I think our friends in Ann Arbor who who play in the league there, like, they have a sign at their games that say, like, either the, the queerest sport around or, like, the gayest sport around. Yeah, something sure. along those that. lines. Yeah, for sure. So it's, uh, it's very open <clears throat> community-wise that way. Um, obviously, we do play rule set under the Women's Flat Track Association, um, but we do have a kind of wider gender policy as well as just being open to um, skaters of any gender identity, whether it means they can play on our team or if we can just help them find resources to play on a team that would be more appropriate or more preferred for them. Um, But it it is definitely like very queer friendly, very body positive. uh, I, I agree with you on that. I think, yeah, it's it looks like the, the presentation that we would have in terms of like alternative bodies, alternative people, mm-hmm. alternative, like any kind of uh, like even within our own league, it started as like a women's sport. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And now even what the what the term woman looks like mm-hmm. can be very different. Yeah. Um, who falls within that. Like, we're trying not to make it a binary anymore mm-hmm. within our league, mm-hmm. right? That it can be this sliding scale of whatever you need to be in order to exist and feel safe and mm-hmm. play a sport. Um, and I even, like, yeah, within our own league, we've changed policies over the years and stuff to make it as inclusive mm-hmm. as possible. Even though in its root, it started as that, and I think it's still growing and developing um, in that. Yeah, it can, yeah. it can still very much be, like, a symbol of uh, female empowerment. Sure. But we recognize that there is the need for it to be a a space for everyone and we've yeah like Bumi said we've expanded our league where uh you know even if you feel like it would be the the safer space or the preferred space for you then that's great we want to have you we don't want to say no to anybody yeah whether and it's like even if you're like okay I've tried skating maybe I don't want to skate maybe I want to ref maybe I just want to volunteer maybe I want to be a non-skating official 
Those like even within options. that realm, mm. right? Oh, okay. yeah. There's a role for you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's volunteer. Yeah. And even if it means that you start out with us, but you don't make your derby career with us, then that's okay too. And yep. we helped introduce you to the sport and kind of helped you find your legs and you move on and go elsewhere. And that's mm-hmm. cool too. Because pro- proliferating the game is is really the goal because the more skaters you have, the more enjoyment you can bring to everything. Cause exactly. You can have more teams, more variety of opponents to play. All that sort of thing. It, it, it really does make the game better when more people are aware and, and, and yeah. enjoy it. It, it. But sometimes you can come into that, like, that mentality that, like, you're, you know, your favorite band that nobody knew about, and then they make it big, and then they <laughs> ruin it for everyone. But I truly don't think that that would ever ruin Derby, because it's so solid in its foundation and, and, and uh, the kind of atmosphere that surrounds it. I think I don't think yeah. any sort of popularity could ruin Derby. I think it would be pretty no, safe. Oh, if yeah. anything, we we want we want yeah. to be popular. Yeah. We want more people to join, like you're saying, right? Like we, we need people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we need bodies to smash. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we rely on volunteers, and we do everything ourselves. So yeah. we we need people. Yeah. And, and why keep a sport that highlights diversity underground? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would you yeah. want to do that? Yeah. Like let's show people that everybody can play sport, <laughs> especially right now in a time yeah. where like political leanings might mm-hmm. suggest otherwise. Yeah, yeah. truly. Um, and with the talk of volunteering, what are like some volunteering opportunities? Like where where else do you, like do you folks appear? Is it just your work you're doing uh, roller derby? Do you go to events like open streets, pride, uh, farmer's markets? I don't know what you do at a farmer's market, but <laughs> nonetheless. Put us hand out vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With our skates on, yeah. <laughs> Kind of all of the above, really. Yeah. You'll find us anywhere and everywhere, uh, even where you least expect us. Yeah, we do. We very regularly skate Pride Parade yep. uh, and participate in the festival as well. Yep. Unfortunately, we did not last year because we didn't uh, have enough skaters at the time that oh. we felt comfortable uh, taking them. It's a pretty big production for us to go to Pride. Mm-hmm. We like to dress up um, one of our skaters' vehicles to look like a giant roller skate. Yeah. <laughs> so we do enjoy participating in that. Uh, we have done like the mayor's walks in previous years, go mm-hmm. skate day. Um, but we also, any opportunity where like a bout or a game for us can be, uh, can raise money for a local charity, we take that opportunity as well. Our Halloween bouts we used to do yep. for specific charities whether it was yeah like we sometimes would have booths set up at our games for like the women's center Mm -hmm. or haters house or wherever we could like collect donations um we have found ourselves so like if there's like a night market or something in the community that we plan to bout in so bout being Mm -hmm. what our game is called Mm -hmm. um we would end up there so if we were in leamington or in the county somewhere we would try to kind of present or like show ourselves in those community events Mm -hmm. so that we could gather crowds and you know encourage people to come out and watch um we participate or like some league members now again not affiliated necessarily with the league but we've encouraged people to like walk with like take back the night Mm -hmm. we've been volunteers for events like that um because that's important to us right like Mm -hmm. safety security female empowerment people empowerment and when you have a set of skates on your feet people notice so yeah it's one of those things where you automatically stand out yeah Yeah. we can like go for a skate through the the farmer's market with skates on and keep flyers with us or our business cards. I love that. We used to go down to the riverfront and just hand out flyers. Yeah, Yeah. all all the time. We just like a few of us and if people be like, hey, roller skates, we're like, yeah, hey, uh, roller derby this weekend. Please take this and come watch us. (laughs) Ask me about derby. (laughs) So as you're developing, um, you know, you said in 2010, you know, these amazing people had this really awesome idea and it's evolved. It's taken shape. You... Um, when I was first introduced to Derby, you were not Windsor Roller Derby. Right. You were the Border City Brawlers. And I actually have a few other stickers over here on my <laughs> sticker thing. There was like a Windsor Assault. Yeah. Um, there was some other, uh, I can't remember some of the other stickers I have, but, um, but now you call yourself Windsor Roller Derby. Can you tell us a little bit more about how that evolved, um, and how that kind of take, took shape? Yeah. So we, um, 
So boardy study brawlers, typically, when we would go out to events, public spaces, sometimes we were confused with other sports. So we'd be confused with border city boxing or... <laughs> Even border so... city wrestling. Border city wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so great name, really good intentions, like loved it. But uh, we wanted to start changing the way that people viewed us mm-hmm. um, because even with just the word brawler in it, it still had a ve- like a connotation of like aggressive yeah. and this like, and again, not saying that it's not a contact sport but we're like but we're a sport (laughs) and how can we show the community that that's what that is um and so lula and i had actually uh and with the help of league members and our board members had kind of uh put a name change or a league name change Mm -hmm. in motion um where we could just be windsor roller derby we also had a logo at the time that was a woman in roller skates very kind of like very su- feminine woman very yeah. feminine yeah. kind of suggestively <laughs> posed and again like all those things came from like good intentions and mm-hmm. good places to yeah. start um but we were like the sport is changing it's much more inclusive why is there just a woman there when we have lots of people that are participating um so that's when we even changed the logo and uh we had gotten ourselves a person from um, the states who actually was a referee for the sport nice and a graphic designer who helped us to kind of reimagine um, what that logo looked like and what our name looked like and we just thought that it was just a, a better fit I guess yeah it kind of it had been brought up in years prior and I think there was a lot of pushback at the time even for myself admittedly um, because I know how important marketing and branding yes. is and it was kind of mm-hmm. one of those like we're still pretty fresh. Like this doesn't sound like a good idea. Like we're already having enough trouble getting people to realize that roller derby exists in the city. If we do that, is it going to, we're going to go away even more and disappear. Mm -hmm. But when, when it came time this time around, it was very much like, this is a necessary change for our sport and to help us evolve. And like, like Bumi said, a new logo, kind of like a fresh look, uh, and a very obvious Windsor roller derby. Not boxing. (laughs) I didn't even think about, uh, I always knew about the, the, the aesthetic of the logo wasn't Mm -hmm. what you wanted to represent. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I totally didn't even think of like mixing it up with boxing or any other border city named. Yeah. It would just say like business or anything. Border city across the chest on a, on our jerseys. And often just because of the way the logo sat, the brawlers would get folded. So people would be like, Oh, Hey, are you guys from the boxing club? Like, Oh, I have roller skates on our feet. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, it's a new sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a necessary change yeah. to a degree. No, and awesome. people still know us. I would say even, oh, hey, I used to come see you when you were uh, Border City Brawlers. We're like, that's yeah. great. Come see us now as Windsor Roller Derby. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's still it's still recognizable. And I think people still make the connection, which yep. is nice. Yeah. Um, and some of the other team names that you had mentioned as well was at a time where we had home teams, mm-hmm. okay. uh, right? So Hiram Stalkers was one of them. That's the other 519ers. one. 519ers. Uh, A-Salt was our C-level team. We had the Canadian Clubbers was our we did travel Canadian team. team. Yeah. We had a lot of names. So there's yeah. been some like home team things. Yeah. And then I think what we did is we just wanted to be an overarching league name. Mm-hmm. And it also helped with, again, like you said, branding in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also everybody just has the same jersey. <laughs> skater comes in and joins the league a lot of time they bring their family to watch or they might Mm -hmm. bring a partner or spouse to volunteer and there's ways you can get involved with a team that don't necessarily mean you have to be on skates if that's something that might be a little bit scary or maybe it's just not what you're wanting to do um there's lots of people who just love rules and like (laughs) stuff like that and they make great officials and all of those people are necessary for roller derby roller derby is nothing without its community it can't just be the skaters it is everyone else involved that that makes it happen if you are a ref you also get a cool name yes uh, see that's worth you can it. still have a derby name yeah. even yes. if you just want a ref <laughs> heck our if f- officials want to do it yeah, like if non-skating oh. people yeah, want to have a derby name let's go our our friend jay was captain crunch yeah yes. he wore a blue helmet with the yellow c he like did. Captain <laughs> and he was a skating official for a while he was yeah until shift work drained the life yeah. of him <laughs> And he couldn't make it to anything. And we thank him for all his years of years of service. And and Ryan was an announcer for a while. (gasps) Ryan was such a great announcer. (laughs) My favorite thing, okay, little little aside, listeners. Ryan is one of my best friends. We've known each other since the tenth grade. I used to text him things that I wanted him to say over the mic. (laughs) So I would be I would be sitting like watching like trackside. 
And I would be like, say sweet sassy mo lassie, that was a great hit. And then you'd get the text and be like, sweet sassy mo lassie, that was a great hit. So what you're saying and is we really have you to thank. Right. No, no, no. I can't that. take credit for most of the work you did. But every once in a while, I'd just think of something dumb to see if he could work it into the calling of the of the boat. It was really, really fun. I really enjoyed that. I miss it, actually, yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. As I'm sure as you guys do. Yes. You, do, yeah. you miss the game. You miss the... The atmosphere, even yeah, yeah. just of like game day, like it's a different oh, vibe. It's it's unlike anything else. What else would it take? Like we've got, you need some volunteers. We need mm-hmm. bodies. We need some people to cheer. A couple more players. What about a venue? Oh, where do you play dun, now? Dun, dun. What, is, <laughs> what are these challenges looking like? Give <laughs> Derby a home, the you guys. Ongoing question. Yes, um, venues. Venues are tricky. Venues are hard to come by because. I get it. We are a sport that requires a certain size and a certain type of floor. Um, But that being said, we can skate on wooden floors. We can skate on polished concrete or semi-polished concrete. Um, So we can skate in arenas and um, it's it's tough. We have to compete against other sports in order to get rental time. Um, We have been very grateful to have uh, community partners who have been able to rent us spaces throughout the years. Um, we, you know, the hardest part is it's an all year sport when we train. So in the winter, when we don't have opportunities to skate on a dry pad, let's say in an ice rink, which we might have in the summer, right? They put the ice back in and now we're going, oh, okay, where do we go? And yeah. uh, having to find <laughs> community centers or basketball courts that we can skate on. And, um, that's always tricky too. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely one of our biggest hurdles is somewhere permanent that we can be all year round so that we're mm-hmm. able to train like we play because that's yeah. ultimately what and we also, need to do. It also helps to attract people yes. when you have an anchored location that they know they can show up to every week and that's where their yeah. community is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need to put roots down somewhere because then that's how you get everyone to jump on the team, yeah. right? Even so, just like a viewership, right? They're like, I come yeah. here, this is their home. You can have advertising or like, you know, your logo somewhere. Like all those yes. things are really yes. cool. Yeah. You, you could you could be you could be quite the the neighborhood hub. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to find a spot in a neighborhood, you, people would always know, oh, that's where you go to see Derby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that that would be a dream. I'd love that. I am like one of the most virulent fans. <laughs> I love it. I'm always screaming for you know all the apex jumps and all the nice. and, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just like Wah! yeah so I would love it it's one of those sports where I think um, the louder you are and like you can yes. be you can have a lot of fun in the crowd yeah. oh yeah so I'm I, I really hope that um, we can get over this this COVID gap mm-hmm. and get you guys back going and skating and skating hard because you guys were good too mm-hmm. I loved watching you guys. We love playing. Yeah. <laughs> we love having fans. Yeah. Yes. Um, you'd also mentioned something about a skate school. And so is this outside of like just doing games? Like what is what is what would that look like or what does that look like? It is. We're very excited. We ran skate school for the first time last year coming out of the pandemic. Okay. And it was a response for us. And one, roller skating became very popular thanks to like the TikTok and (laughs) things like that. One bonus from the pandemic. Right. One. Yeah. Uh, So people picked up roller skating. Uh, and uh, we saw that as an opportunity to kind of seize that and see if people wanted to do that in a community space run by us uh, so we could teach people skating fundamentals, but then also use it as a recruitment tool for people who might want to join Derby. Yep. Uh, traditionally, before the pandemic, the only opportunity to learn to skate with us was to join the team. Uh, so unlike traditional sports where you very often show up and you maybe already know how to play or you have an idea and being on the team just means you get to learn strategy and get better. With roller derby, you really have to start from the ground up. Uh, We used to run Derby 101. It's been called a million things over the Mm -hmm. years. It used to be called fresh meat. That's a very outdated term (laughs) now. But it always still gets brought up every now and again. But we kind of shifted to Derby 101 or Derby School. Mm -hmm. But with that, that was limited to the that was very limiting in bringing us skaters because there's a lot of people who are really interested in roller skating, but they maybe don't want to play derby because they don't want to get hurt or they think they might not be capable. So this was very much an opportunity for, hey, you know what, if we can figure out the logistics and the insurance with this, then why not try it? And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But we did it and it worked very well. And 
I'll give Lula credit for initiating that idea. Uh, I just want to skate all the time. Yeah. Yes. I don't have a job where I can wear my roller skates, so like this is the next best thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we yeah, we we ran it last year. It was very successful. I think we had about 30 skaters and yep. this year we've just uh we've just turned off the application form and we have about 50 skaters for That's this round. Awesome. So awesome. So we're hoping that while there is no pressure for any of those people to join roller derby, uh we are very much hopeful that some of them do. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can really see how it would be a good <laughs> scouting tool. Though, because you could yes. always tell the people who who are have that kind of that athletic spark that mm-hmm. comp- that spark for competition yep. the people that are always skating as fast as they can or <laughs> the ones that are bravely doing the the uh, the skate park stuff you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. going into the, the the half pipes and doing so those people you could probably get in their ear and be like hey do you want to hit people <laughs> yeah. while you're oh. skating we've, we've even Absolutely. gone to the extent of like hey so for the first hour like we will be teaching you skills and stuff mm-hmm. for the second hour you can stay and use the extra space while we will be running derby practice and then maybe like maybe it. you'll just happen to like it yeah, yeah. like what you see like, oh that, that apex <laughs> jump thing looks first really it's cool. free <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all the cool kids are doing it oh, yeah. it's very tactical of us yeah <laughs> Lou and I have been training the new skaters for many moons now we kind of found a partnership with one another and just kind of made it our own and now have been teaching new skaters for a while and so um we are two of a team of skaters that teach even skate school we've kind of recruited a couple other league mates to help us out as well and we Mm -hmm. have like we want people to know like there's like a little curriculum to it we're gonna teach Mm -hmm. you like important fundamentals Mm -hmm. and uh we want to keep you safe but we also want you to have fun be confident. Be yeah. oh, so confident. Yeah. Learning a new thing, even if uh, it doesn't like, even if you don't, uh, it doesn't become like the best thing that you've done. Or it's just like learning a new skill, putting yourself out there, having the confidence to try something new. That's mm-hmm. so hard. It's mm-hmm. scary, especially as somebody who's maybe not like. 16 getting into a yeah, sport like you're a yeah. grown person trying something new for the first time that maybe like your body isn't just naturally your knees gifted don't to do. work anymore yeah <laughs> your back aches right. all the time exactly and you don't come out of the womb with roller wheels? skates like yeah. that's not a yeah. thing you do. <laughs> but like it's still accessible to folks like that yes that's really cool. we want to teach anybody if anybody has a willingness to learn we will teach you mm-hmm. That is our motto. Like, I don't care where you start from. If you're like, on day one, I just learned how to stand. (laughs) But by day 12, I learned how to move a little bit. Well, then that's a goal. Yeah. Right? And if that's the goal that you want to set, great. We're here to help you achieve that. (laughs) And it's definitely a little bit of a different curriculum in that sense than Derby 101 was. Because with Derby 101, uh, and this is actually a rule that's changed very recently in Derby. We used to have to skills test skaters, which mm-hmm. to be honest is very fair. When you're starting a sport where there's a lot of contact and you're on wheels, so you're going very fast, yeah. we want to make sure that skaters are capable mm-hmm. of those movements so that they aren't hurting each other and it everyone is super Stay safe. safe mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a lot of pressure joining roller derby with that because it meant, wow, I have to like, at the end of my lessons, I have to do a written test for one, oh which my I myself failed four times <laughs> because I hate writing tests. It's only like 20 questions. I failed it four times. And look at her now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also have to perform in front of like yeah. a coach and a, a yeah. test and it's it used to be awful and it's anxiety and oh. it wasn't any fault of the like the league members that trained us at the time like it was that's just how it was it was always very quiet in the arena mm-hmm. and it was like okay next like you go and do your stop and then they would grade you and then you would get marked back and if you only failed a few things you passed and you were good but if you failed too many things you had to do it again oh and that gosh. was like a very stressful environment yeah. for everybody to go through yeah. so we took it upon ourselves to make it more fun when that was still yeah was still required uh but now with skate school it means that's just like out the window so if you can't learn how to do a pivot stop in the time that you're with us with skate school that's okay like not everybody can do them I mean that's not the only stop or that's not the only stuff you have to learn. There's other alternatives you can use. So, you can fall yeah. on your butt safely. Exactly, yeah. We teach all of that. We, yeah. we just want everybody to be safe and enjoy skating as much as we do. Yeah. And you don't have to be good at your hobbies to enjoy them. So that's like, really true. if there's a few things that you get wrong, then that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been like the, the unspoken part. Or I mean, you've really spoken about it, but the unspoken part of... <laughs> All of this, you know, uh, there's, of course, Derby, which is amazing, but the community, the accessibility, mm-hmm. the, like, the queerness, the, the body positivity, yeah. like, that's just, that's kind of why I would want to join. 
checks a lot of my boxes. Yeah. That's why I can't wait to get involved in some... Like, guys, I can't commit to being, you know... I'm terrible. My, my brain is so Swiss cheese that don't put me in charge of stats. But if you need someone to wear a sandwich board at a bout, or if you need someone to be like a, a dancing clown to get people to show up somewhere... I'm your clown. <laughs> but what if we needed more announcers? Yeah. Hey, I got, I'm getting all this microphone experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I'd have to fight Ryan for it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely wouldn't give it up if it was still there, but maybe we can tag team it. Yeah. Well, hey, that's what we like. That the banter and announcers is yeah. half the fun. Yeah. 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 Right? It is part of it. I love, well, cause it's all, it's all about the character of the game, right? It's, yeah. And there's so much room for all different kinds of characters and all different roles. So, I'm in. Sign me up. (laughs) As someone who is very familiar with organized sports, I run a house league for children soccer. It is all-consuming at times. It can overtake um, a lot of your normal day-to-day activities. It can cause you to burn the candle at both ends. So as people who are ultra-involved and you are the top dogs, how do you guys handle that work-life balance, that derby... um, can sometimes throw off for you guys mm-hmm. how do you how do you balance that as best you can it's it's tricky i'll be honest like i i'll never lie to anybody about how involved derby is going to be uh, because that comes up a lot like how much mm-hmm. am i going to have to commit to it yeah. and that varies depending on uh your role in the sport for julia and i that means being very involved uh we have to have board meetings every month we have to worry about booking our venues paying for our venues uh tons of things finances so it's for us it's or i, I mean i don't want to speak for both of us but <laughs> it's very much a labor of love yeah uh it can be tricky to balance it for sure especially during uh, a regular season where we have the pressure of okay we got to have a few home games we got to have a few away games we have got to worry about uh, social media blitzing and getting flyers made and printed and that's all stuff that's handled within the league that takes a lot of time yeah. and sometimes that means doing it in the middle of your day while you're at work mm-hmm. which we've definitely done before the way what printers where <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know but it's it's definitely tricky and there's there's ways that we we cope with it I mean we're also very much for like going out for a drink and food after practice yeah. and that's Good. we we like to to balance the the practicing and the being serious about being good at our sport and mm-hmm. and evolving it with like hey let's go out and have a drink after and get some food and like mm-hmm. or just do that yeah I feel the same way it's definitely a labor of love we we love it so much that we're willing to put <laughs> the painstaking hours into it um, both mentally and physically yeah 110% sometimes even we get there and we're like oh like to a practice or something right where you're just yeah. drained you've yeah. you've had a really hard work day you have families you're balancing you have friends you're balancing um we do it because we're passionate about it we do it because we think it's important for the community and I think that's what continues to drive it for us yeah. is supporting the people that we love and that we care about and that we want to see flourish and thrive um and I couldn't do it without Lula Aww. yeah a hundred percent um or the rest of yeah. our league mates yeah. I believe it though <laughs> yeah right? we won't pretend like it's just the both of us we rely on a lot of people we will truly to take very heavily rely on a lot yeah. of people but it's also um okay to cry at practice sometimes and it does happen oh, yeah. so like Aww. sometimes you just have to look at somebody and it's like tears yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're very open about that too uh even on our form for skate school yeah. uh, we have a section that says you know is there anything um, that could make your experience with skate school better. Is there anything you want us to know about you? And this time around, especially, we had a lot of people say either, you know, I'm a very introverted person and maybe it'll take some time for me to get to like warm up to everybody or uh, I suffer with social anxiety or yep. I suffer with depression. Maybe I have um, body dysmorphia and this is something that I'm looking to help counteract that. And so we're very open and honest about our feelings and about our mental health because we feel that it's better to talk about it because if you... You store it, I mean, you're just going to take it out on somebody by hitting them. But that's not always the best solution, yeah, right? So it doesn't really yeah. handle it. Yeah. Any. We're all for, like, 
for talking it out and you know therapy is important and yep, we like to things. have the resources as well to be able to tell somebody like hey you know if you're feeling this way like we support you in however you want to handle it mm-hmm. that's amazing yeah. as long as it doesn't involve hurting somebody else. yeah <laughs> right. that part's important yeah no seriously <laughs> but the safe space to be vulnerable and create and to have those conversations yeah. Like, yeah. that's really really nice that's actually an activity that we do at the beginning of every skate school or new kind of grouping of skaters as we call it safe space and everybody gets a marker and there's a piece of chart paper and everybody writes down in the center of that chart paper what they need to do to feel safe in this space and we take those notes off of the skate school um forms Mm -hmm. because us as coaches we want to know what you need from us Mm -hmm. to feel appreciated in a sport and whether that's like you know i need tough love because that's how i respond Mm -hmm. we'll give you that or they're like you know what i need you not to bring it up in front of other people but like give me some notes on the side or actually it's totally fine you can say whatever you want to in front of me and so we want to take those notes because we want people to feel like it's okay Mm -hmm. oh yeah Uh, like that's that's actually like one of the most crucial things about coaching is knowing your athletes Mm -hmm. yeah because if you don't because and also too like not everybody's going to come into it with the same goal in mind either Mm -hmm. like what they're getting out of it is all going to be different so if you don't get to know people then you're never going to be able to really truly get the connections that you want out of the the group that you have so that's really smart to do that because you got to get to know who you have yeah. and what they want out of it. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of people in our league wouldn't likely wouldn't have met otherwise. Yep. Like, Julie and I come from different um, work circles. Like, we mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have crossed paths likely otherwise. Yeah. Um, it, came it, from a whole different city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, I didn't grow up here. She's not. <laughs> go here. <laughs> <laughs> so the chances that, like, we would have crossed paths, yeah. they're very slim. So it, it brings together just everybody, for, or different people from all walks of life mm-hmm. and different professions and whatnot. And yeah. and that's really cool. That's a really yeah. cool part I of love Derby. It. Well, speaking of people, um, if there was, like, one person that you could shout out or, like, a group of people that you really just want to, like, highlight... Um, We've got, like, a few more minutes if you want to just, like, really promote somebody that you think is absolutely amazing. Somebody you think has done good things for you in the city. Um, I don't know if I explained that very well, but you kind of get the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to go first? Sure. I'm going to say Lula because I'm cheesy oh. as all heck. Oh. Um, and so for me, Lula has been my partner in leading this league for many, many years now. She's going to make me cry. I cry oh. all the time. It's because I love her so much. There's um, tissues on the table. <laughs> um, and uh, th- there's like many people, like even the people that I first started skating with are so, so important. The people who started in when it was called Fresh Meat, my first Fresh Meat uh What's the word I'm looking for? Group. Intake. Intake group. There were so many. There was like 20 of us. It was wild. Um, uh, Very fundamental, amazing people. And then Lula has been my partner in crime for many years now in in running uh, intakes of new skaters, in running board things. Um, She is somebody who like, I can talk a talk and coach and ramble and do all those things. (laughs) But uh, Lula is the person who's like talking to everybody online and getting posts out and uh, promoting the league and doing like merch things and like has so many skills, uh, Mm -hmm. but that like are like quieter, unsung (laughs) skills, but like that are so, so crucial Mm -hmm. to keeping our league alive. Yeah, so you do a fantastic job with what you do. Snaps for Lula. Yeah, I'm very proud. She doesn't know that I just snuck my way into here when, like, (laughs) when Julia was, I think, because Julia did a round of training before I joined Mm -hmm. on, but then because I was running all the social medias talking to people, I was like, this sounds really cool. Like, I want to meet all these people. So I just kind of, like, wiggled my way in on, like, the first day of Fresh Meat. I was like, hey, so, uh, yeah, that's this person and this person. I mean, it works. So I forced my way in there, whether she knew it or not, and now she's stuck with me. So, (laughs) But no, everything that Bumi said, I would completely mirror. Like, I I can't do this on my own. And Julia is, like, so very much the, like... You're going to make me cry. (laughs) How do I say this? The, like... The calm, collected, like sensible head on the shoulders. Like when stuff is like crazy, I'm like, Boomy, like what do we, what do we do? Like how do we? She's always the one that's like reeling it in. Like here's what we got to do. Like here's the game plan. She always like has all the outside thoughts of like, well, we should do it because of this, and we have these reasons. And like 
always is like literally four steps ahead of me. Whereas like my brain is like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's do the thing. And she's like, wait a minute. I'm like, that's a really good point, Julia. Thank you for um, pointing that out. And, and <laughs> so I'm like the little kid that's like, yeah, let's do it. And she's like, okay, I'm like the mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know the joke about how like one friend always looks like they have their life together and the other one oh. looks like they're like crazy uh, wearing teen a emo daughter. Like, yeah. That's very much that's us. Literally, yeah. yes, literally to what I'm wearing and what you're wearing right now. We got professional and we got some checkers. So we are very much like a, a walking meme of friendship, even to the point of like, oh, this is kind of unrelated to Derby. Well, no, it is related to Derby because yeah. it happened on Derby trip, but we went across the border one time and we got stuck on the bridge with like this baby of a border guard who was like so nonchalant like was in no hurry to get us through and I think actually asked us like oh how do you guys know each other we said oh we play derby together like we're going over for a uh, a weekend game and he was like he said something along the lines of like you don't really look like you'd be friends what? <laughs> it was so weird. wow I was like I know I don't have enough tattoos and piercings but we are friends <laughs> and it was just that'll always stick in my brain because it's so funny oh but, my gosh but yeah I truly like could not do any of this without Julia and our friendship like extends way beyond Derby at this point like mm-hmm. we were lucky that like Derby brought us together yeah. and now we get to do all the other cool things together like we we watch all the scary movies like we have like <laughs> annual Halloween things we go cottaging like just all yeah. the things. So yes. you hear that, listeners? If you join Windsor Roller Derby, you could find your friendship soulmates. <laughs> Get on the team. Get oh. out there. That's what we're really here for. <laughs> we, Ooh, we no also, promises, but maybe. Uh, like yeah. to play Catan and board games. Yes. <laughs> So I came out here for school uh, and I was going over to Wayne State to do my master's and was commuting and just lived with my parents and had no friends. <laughs> and I was like, how do I make friends as like a 20 something? That was your Google search? That how, like, how to make friends. Make friends? <laughs> that was like a, a Googleable thing. I would have Googled it. Right. <laughs> and so oddly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first one is join roller. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I happened to be commuting with somebody else who was another Canadian student. We were going over together. We had just met in class and I saw like a BCB, a border city roller sticker on Ooh. her binder. And I was like, what is that and she's like roller derby and this is at a time where like whip it had just come out and yeah, some like yeah. derby moves right and i was like oh that's so cool i can't believe that exists and i was like i want to do that and so like i didn't know anybody and was like this is how i make friends and so joined a sport that i was like i maybe i can do this and um and then ended up i would say the one of the reasons that i've continued to live in this community and didn't go elsewhere was one like i got a job here two um <laughs> i ended up making an amazing community of friendships mm-hmm. and i would say derby is a 110% the reason that I like have been able to keep those friendships as well. Even with friends going to other leagues and stuff like yeah. those friendships, like those are solid. Yeah. There's something different about like playing with people, skating with people, staying overnight in places with people like those are really, really strong. Seeing bonds. how many people you can squeeze into a king size bed. Yeah. So yeah. That you can say, yeah. Talking yeah. people down from panic attacks. Like, yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Putting people's bones back in place. <laughs> Trauma bonds. I don't know. What is that? Julia <laughs> cut my hair last summer for yeah. me. Aww. All the Thanks. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it, it goes, roller derby is just the start. Yeah. And ho- we're hoping, obviously, that other people find the community and the friendship in it that yeah. we did as well. And that's ultimately, like, that's what makes us the most yeah. proud derby dads. I think in in the world we just want other will. people to love something enjoy something mm-hmm. we try to keep our dues down so that anybody can participate mm-hmm. right like we we just want people to come and learn something new and do something fun yes so like how the heck do we support you where do we go how like where do we throw money at like oh, how does this happen bad. where do, where we, do we show up yeah uh oh it's hard to know right now right now it's tricky it's tricky to know i would say that uh if you want to come out to skate school um follow us on social media so that once we do get things up and going which we would hope to get games and stuff up and going eventually we would love spectatorship we love people who are like i just have an interest in the sport and how do i volunteer because again like we said we have non-skating officials Mm -hmm. we have skating officials um we have just people who want to set up volunteer booths (laughs) if you have like a small interest and you need a space in order to broadcast that 
connect with us sell your that wares, sounds cool your goods. yeah, yeah. small <laughs> like on, indie podcast and you yeah. want to talk about awesome people we'll right? link you on our website like we love to share uh locals in any way we've uh we've shot a few music videos with bands over ah, the years so we have those on our website cool. um lula has done uh windsor essex roller skates. yeah during the pandemic uh there was another skater who reached out to me oddly enough just by like six degrees of separation uh who was like hey uh you know i'm, I'm just looking to like get into roller skating and i kind of want to like do something locally that's a little bit more like group oriented and i was like i got you Mm-hmm. I know how to do all the social media promotion. Like I already got the group of skaters behind me that I can help like connect you with. And so we started that uh, last summer. No, summer before. I think we've gone through two summers now, oddly enough. And uh, we pretty much just have like free meetups where we pick a spot, usually Charles Clark, because it's uh, it's in the middle of the city. It's free. Yep. Um, that was kind of the biggest thing was like, how can we just get a spot where people who are getting into roller skating or maybe have been longtime roller skaters can just meet and skate and listen to some music? So we did that very successfully for a few summers. Um, and now I think with that growing in popularity, along with like roller derby, um, the cities and the municipalities saw a need for it. And so quite a few arenas mm-hmm. had open skates last summer cool. that were very successful. So we are also looking to do that this year. Uh, hopefully in July, we're still kind of working out the logistics, but we would like to host our own open skate where it doesn't have to just be roller derby skaters or uh, people from our league. We're hoping to have the, the whole community come in. Yeah, and I'm into that. Drop in mm-hmm. that. Uh, can't click, balance, but like, okay. I'm happy to try. Click any of the links on our website. Uh, when I see all the insights pop up, that makes me really happy. That's yes. yeah. My brain is like Seriously, serotonin. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, perfect chance here now. Shout out the socials. Online yes. listeners, if you've we've piqued your interest, this is where you got to go. Literally, Windsor Roller Derby on all the things. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Even before we were Windsor Roller Derby, if you just Googled that, we came up. So the branding is like nice. is is yeah, on par. Well. So yeah. at Windsor yeah. Roller Derby Windsor on Roller Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, everything. Uh, we Facebook. deleted Twitter because it was kind of a waste of time for us. For it's just words. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah. But Instagram, Facebook, Facebook the website, website. Yeah. Windsor Roller, Windsor Roller Derby. Derby, Derby, Roller Derby. Awesome. Yep. We All post, of those good things. We post little videos on Instagram of just practices a lot. So like if mm-hmm. you could like awesome. those, that's cool. Anything helps. Anything to so that we are past. We just want to be past the point of hearing people say anymore. Oh, I didn't know that existed in Windsor. <laughs> yep. We yeah. want them to know. Oh, yeah. Windsor Roller Derby. I meant to join. I missed that. Yeah. Meetup or this, but I'm going yeah. to the next one. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Well, guys, this has been a slice. I... Have been a huge Derby fan since um, since Tracula dragged me like almost literally. <laughs> that would uh, be like ten we years. We went now. from we went from the soccer pitch right to the Derby track, <laughs> and uh, she must have known that my um, my competitive streak and my bloodlust was going to love the sport. <laughs> so I'm so happy she did because I love watching the bouts. I tried to do it myself, but fortunately couldn't. But I can't wait to get out and support you guys again because um, there's a need for it. It's missing in our city and we need to bring it back and we need to come at it full force. But getting people back on skates is an awesome thing. I'm so glad you guys are doing that. And then we'll just, you know, gently guide them towards the organized activity and get them competing. So that's so, so awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, and um, if you want to follow us, you know how to do it. We are on Instagram as Windsor Small Talk, as well as Facebook. And like, if you do want to go on Twitter, you can probably just follow me as at B underscore Zelda. But it's just going to be anime and tabletop games. <laughs> and cat pictures. Oh, and cat pictures. Lots of cat stuff. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, yeah. So be gone! You woke up the dog. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. That's awesome. Thanks Thanks for having us. We're making small talk with cool people. Welcome to our show. It's small talk. Hey. 
Hey y'all, be Zelda here because I know you have not heard enough of my voice. But I'm just popping in to remind you all that we have a Patreon page. It is something that is building and budding like the flowers in springtime. Currently, you can get exclusive snippets and previews to episodes before they come out. As well as Bronwyn and I will be trying and playing a handful of two-player and co op tabletop games and I'm a huge fan of indie games because why not get creative with the way that we tell stories and gamify it so everybody else can have as much fun make sure you follow us on patreon we are Windsor Small Talk take care